Here's another late development, and this news keeps coming in as we're talking here. Into the, you want to talk about the 13 year old? You want to talk about UT? Awesome. Yeah, let's get to the 13. Actually, hold on. Let's can we stick with Texas? Actually, because yeah, let's stick with Texas and then we'll put it to 13. Since Texas is just taking L's. All right. All right. So, welcome to Identity Booth. That's Hero. I'm Eric. We are the amalgamation of said YouTube channel. We are so excited that y'all are here with us today. We got a great topic for y'all. We are here to talk about the University of Texas at Austin and the shenanigans they got going on over there. Hopefully, I'm free for, oh, Nafi, if, if, if it's your old stomping grounds, wait till, wait till we tell you about your old stomping grounds, what they got popping over there. This one is some foolishness. So apparently, the, uh, the UT Austin boosters, the donors, are threatening to withdraw their donations to the athletic department if they do not play Eyes of Texas. Now, a lot of the majority of the student body apparently does not want the song played anymore. And there are several donors who are like, I'm gonna read, we're gonna read some quotes to y'all. We're gonna, we're gonna get y'all in y'all feelings today. I promise that I promise. I'm going to bless you and get you right in your feelings today. So, before, um, before we do that, Hero, talk to the people. <laughs> Let them know the kind of, a little bit of background on the conversation we had yesterday about this. So, in order for you to understand something about uh, UT, uh, Texas, and Austin, you have to understand something about the campus and the makeup, the demographic of the, the campus. Since 2019, mm -hmm. this campus has been struggling dramatically to get black people on the campus because they only make mm -hmm. up 6% of the total campus. That's everybody, not athletics. That's everybody. But as anybody, <laughs> but at, this is the, and this is the funny part. The easiest way you would think to build an athletic, I mean, to build a school population is to the major, the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest aspect of education, which would be teaching business and some type of engineering. You would let black people into those three major courses because they make up a bulk of their degrees. But instead, these 6% can be found concentrated and specifically found in athletics, track, football, basketball, a little bit of volleyball and a little bit of softball mixed in there. And it screams of this old adage, the only reason why you're here is because you're gifted at sports. So they even up subconsciously adhere to this unknown, I mean, this well-known stereotype. But the problem we're having here is that the song in question isn't even, like, debatable. It's, it, it would be different if there was some leeway here, if the group of people didn't feel this way, if the athletes felt it a certain way. But this is coming from predominantly the white population at the school recognizing exactly. recognizing that hey we aren't our father's keepers anymore and a song that used to be played during a menstrual uh festival and has 
connotations of blackface and superiority complex just doesn't have a place here. And then the thing that kind of made everything worse for me, because in my mind, I saw where this was coming from. Imagine you were going through school and you had this thing and you just didn't know any better. But then there was a remix, a better version of this song that would have that would have actually done what the school intended, unite everybody. But then all these donors showed their true colors. It wasn't about the song. And that's why anytime someone says politics don't belong in sports, you got to ask them, you sure? You sure you don't have some mm. underlining issue? Are, like, I'm not going to say these guys had beef with Colin Kaepernick, but if I was a betting man, I guarantee you they cursed him when they saw him take that knee. Because it's hey. not about, it's not about the song. It's about you being racist and you wanting people to accept that. Now, is that a broad-ass statement for some of these people? Sure. But Eric has some comments he's going to read. And then you'll let, and then you can tell me if I'm being a little racist or not, uh, Eric. I'll let you have it. <laughs> all right. So let's. I'm not gonna read the entire article. First of all, shout out to Texas Tribune. They did a masterful job. Let me go ahead and read the byline. So this the the byline uh, is Kate McGee. She wrote this yesterday at 5 a.m. Shout out to that. So. It said, one of the excerpts says, For many uh, University of Texas Austin students who spent months protesting and petitioning the school to get rid of the eyes of Texas, it was it, it was gutting to see the student leader seemingly taking a stand, talking about Sam Ellinger. It, it goes on to say that he was only he was only lingering alone on the field to talk with coaches. You know why? Can I say something real quick? Ayo, hey, you, you, hey, you a pussy, bro. Hey, you, you ain't down for the team. There's an unspoken rule on football teams. And all and all professional teams, you don't come. Be, the players before coaches every day. Players before owners every day. That's why when there's a dispute about, oh, is this person sitting out because of money? No one questions that because the owners will trade your ass in a heartbeat, and the coach will bench your ass in a heartbeat too. So you always stick up for your team. And as a quarterback, you are the un, you are the leader. You are the prima donna. You deserve every right you get, but you also take every L that the team holds. So you not going with your teammates when the whole team left. That shows that you don't have solidarity there. That means that you're more concerned about you getting some outside because you're not going to the NFL. You're not good enough. I don't even know your name, so I can I can tell yeah, you first that. Of all, you don't know. Well, I mean, because you're living in in Bumble. I guarantee you, this guy's now. never gonna never gonna have a career. Yeah, yeah. So Sam, so Sam Ellinger. But but here's the thing: the song, "The Eyes of Texas," is played to the tune of "I've Been Working on the Railroad." was historically performed at campus minstrel shows, and the title is linked to a saying from Confederate Army Commander Robert E. Lee. All right, so let me go down to some excerpts from the emails that some of these lovely, amazing, woke, and non-racist donors <laughs> said. And I quote, My wife and I have given an endowment in excess of one million to athletics. This could very easily be rescinded if things don't drastically change around her. Wrote one donor in October. His name was redacted by UT Austin, citing open records laws that protect certain donor identities. Has everyone become oblivious to who supports athletics? Now, the president of the university has kind of gone back and forth, but he's trying to tread lightly. He's not trying to piss off the donors. He says he's going to continue with the song, but at the risk 
of um, losing his his student body. So, again, it goes on to say, from June to late October, over 70% of the nearly 300 people who email Hartzell, his name's like John Hartzell or something, uh, about the eyes uh, about the eyes of Texas demand the school keep playing. Around 75 uh, people in, in emails explicitly threatened to stop supporting the school financially, calling on the university to take a heavier-handed approach with students and athletes they believe were disrespecting the university tradition by protesting it. Somebody else says the eyes of Texas is non-negotiable. This is from another gra- graduate who's had season tickets since 1990s. Again, name redacted. I mean, it's just, it just keep it, it, it keeps going. The on thing that and bothers on on. me about this is the, the University of Texas is okay with taking money from people who are who are openly because it gets way worse. Openly being derogatory and negative and threatening. In a threatening matter. Like, where's your pride at? Man, go for it. Listen, so, here we go. Another quote from another donor. It's disgraceful to see the lack of unity and our fiercest competitor, competitor Sam Ellinger, standing nearly alone. Where one graduate whose name, again, was redacted. It's a, it, it is symbolic of the disarray of this football program which you inherited. The critical race theory garbage that has been embraced by the football program and the university is doing massive, irreparable damage. End quote. What's I what, mean? What's hurting? Who's getting hurt other than the kids here? Who's yep, being exactly. hurt other than the kids? What's more important than the kids in this situation? Yep. Like well, again, the, these people these people don't care about that. That's not what they they want. Their traditions and what they think makes the school great to be upheld because they're the they have the power of the purse and the power of the pen and if they withdraw their funding who's it gonna hurt it's not it's gonna hurt the kids but let's keep on uh scrolling down here's another another quote ut needs rich donors who love the eyes of texas more than they need one crop of irresponsible and uninformed students or faculty who won't do what they are paid to do Stephen Arnold, a retired administrative law judge and UT Austin Law School graduate, wrote Hartzell. When reached for a comment, Arnold said he had not donated to the university in recent years and has been completely turned off from college football after the events of last year. Again, this is crazy. Steve Star Sarkeesian, the new coach. I know this much, Sarkeesian said. I, the Eyes of Texas is our school song. We're going to sing that song. We're going to sing that proudly. He can piss off. He won't have a football team tell you that right now it's it, let me it, let me let me keep go ahead but I'm gonna, I'm gonna scroll down and read some more of the offensive stuff the thing that the thing that's crazy is that as a coach the last thing you want to do is like this their season's over with like because like all these players are going to be thinking about any situation now and this is translates now think about it as parents now your kid yeah. is at this university only 6% of them, they don't see anyone that looks like them. And then an issue, a situation happens with on-campus with uh, on-campus police. You know, you want to know what LSU coaches and Alabama coaches and uh, Texas coaches tell their football players of color and their sports athletes of color what to do? Always wear your equipment, your a school logo, whenever you go outside. Yeah. And they'll yeah. tell you, and they'll tell you shit like, it's because you want to show pride in in our organization when the truth is is to notify that that officer or that person who wants to be racist towards you 
that you that you're you're an asset. That's all it is because I mean, there's countless stories of kids being pulled over and they're not told to, you know, call their their parents or call their so and so they're told to call the head coach. So, here we go. Let me let me read you two two really good quotes. One is from an 18-year-old, a freshman who's involved in the student government, and the other one's from a 60 one 62 year old guy who graduated in 1970 and you tell me who sounds more mature first one from the 18 year old if something offends a certain demographic of people and they've been outspoken about it and they have every right to be offended by it i think we should be listening to them said madison morris a freshman who's a part of the Longhorn Athletic Agency within UT Austin student government. If I'm just judging by the name, I don't know any black women named Madison. Not to say that they, they don't exist, but how many black women y'all know named Madison? Don't worry, I'm going to wait on that one because I don't know none. Now, let me transition over to this other one written by Larry Wilkinson. And this is what he says, and I quote, Less than 6% of our current student body is black wrote Larry Wilkinson, a donor who graduated in 1970, quoting a statistic UT Austin officials have stated they're working to improve. Again, he quotes, the tail cannot be allowed to wag the dog and the dog must instead stand up for what is right. Nothing forces those students to attend UT Austin. Encourage them to select an alternative, an alternate school now in all caps. End of quote. Here's the problem with this ignorance, bro. Because the, the the people that you're recruiting into your athletic department are the very people you're telling they can piss off. So, do you want to give a million dollars a year to watch a crappy football team? Or do you want to win games? Do you want to go be excited? Do you want to have school pride? Is that what you want? Because school pride ain't, ain't, ain't taking L's. And again, and if you're really trying to get more, more recruits to go there then what you should be doing is making sure they feel comfortable going to this place. I'm, I don't give a dang how much money they give if the, if I got to put up with this crap. This is what these people think about me, so what they going to do, come pat me on the back, call me boy and smile in my face all the while they really don't like me and just uh, are glad that I'm there to get to make the school look good and get and and, and get and, and erase some L's. I don't I don't I don't I don't rock with that and I know Hero don't rock with that either. Honestly, Crap like this is why we need a resurgence of the of the HBCU. And man, look, let me all just those say kids. This. Let me just say it right here, right now. Texas A and M would love to have you. Texas Southern would love to have you. Yo, Prairie View would love to have you. There's been a reemergence of, especially with the the likes of uh, Primetime joining up with Jackson State. HBCUs are a wonderful place to be, man. I picked it over Northern Illinois. It was not a hard decision for me because when I walked on that campus, that was the first time in my life I saw black teachers, all of them. Lunch ladies, black, all of them. My, the housemaster, black, all of them. There was nobody there that I felt threatened by, not even for a second. Man, fuck NIU. <laughs> but the truth Jeez. is... These kids, especially the kids that are being sent here, are A1 athletes that can make it anywhere, honestly. And to know that they have to somehow, some way, 
go through school, get a college degree, and all that bullshit just to then have to shake hands with these donors at their fucking letter A meetings. Because that's what they want. They want to look important next to people that they could never aspire to be. These aren't, these aren't people who are too far removed from you can't bring no black man home here. Listen, so let me read you yet another ignorant quote about the guy. So the president of the university basically started a committee to do some research into the history of the Eyes of Texas song to see if it actually does have racist origins. Now, the professor just so happens to be a black man. And you won't be surprised about what I'm getting ready to read. This professor is in charge of the team. This is a direct quote um, that tells us whether the song is racist or not. His question mark. His Twitter account is filled with race baiting and crybaby Black Lives Matter junk. The caption below the photo read, UT better get it together and use his brain, not this biased victim professor at UT. What do y'all think about that in the comment section? Because I got Eric, lots. can you give us some examples of the of the reworked song? Because that was the part that made me say, without question, that this is all about race. All right. So another, um, an, 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 here it is. An, an, uh, an alumni named Ken Knowles suggested renaming the song to The Might of Texas. He submitted the lyrics. The Might of Texas is upon you. Hail the orange and white. The might of Texas is upon you. Together we will fight. Another alum alumni and her grandmother also submitted revised lyrics, which included a new second stanza. Do your best to be a Texan from night till early in the morn. The skies of Texas are above you till Gabriel blows his horn. Not offensive at all. Not and offensive at all. The Actually, whole point of the song better. is to unite people. That's the part that's baffling to me. The purpose of the song is to unite people, and there's a group of people who don't feel like they're part of that united effort, and there's another group of people that says, good, you're not supposed to feel like you're united here because it's only about us. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's... um. It's getting really, really, it's getting really, really crazy to see the kind of foolishness on here. But is this, you know, a, is, is this considered cancel culture? Like, because there's been talk about I mean, this culture. is, this is cancel culture. It, it this, is cancel this culture. Isn't, this isn't cancel culture. This is doing no, no, the no, right no, thing. No, 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 I'm talking about, no, I'm not disagreeing about this. But again, the people that you want to come and uphold the rep, the, the reputation of UT Austin being an athletic powerhouse. I mean, everybody knows you can go there and get a good education, but nobody goes to UT for good education. Everybody goes there for keggers, kickbacks, and competition. Anytime I was on that on that campus, I was doing one of those three things. Either I was at a game or a track and field event. Shout out Texas Relays. Or I was at a kegger at the SIGEP house, turning up. Shout out to SIGEP. Or... Um, I forgot the other one I said. I messed my whole alliteration up. But anyway, y'all know what I mean. We were just there to have a good time, bro. That's really all we were. That's all it was about. But anyway, I'm done with this this ridiculousness. Is these things have to stop? And if the people don't want to donate money, take that L. You know why? Because other people who are better than them will show up. You know, Jeff. I heard Jeff Bezos in the market for a football team. Why don't y'all get that man a call? 
Man. Elon Musk just moved down there. Joe Rogan just moved down there. He got a bag. Uh, Google just moved down there. Facebook talking about going down there, too. Don't worry about all that. You can get some people to give you some money, man, and you can get rid of these fools, and yeah. you can make the you can make make UT Austin great again, man. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll push on to the next scene. But hey, that's been our show. That's been our feelings on it. That's been a story. It's not hard to see where we lie on this. Uh, go fuck yourself, UT. Uh, but for what it's worth, uh, if you do want to donate some money, if you're a donor watching this right now, you want to know what pride looks like, and you want to have some pride about yourself, well, why don't you go ahead and head down to the description in this video and hit on the E24 Endurance Challenge because there's two badass teachers by the name of Altenberg and Russo, and they're going to be running 24 miles in 24 hours. As a professional former athlete, not my stance. <laughs> but I do encourage it and motivate it, and I'm even willing to support it because they're going to be helping out some kids who have endured a lot this year and last year, and they want and they deserve to be recognized because even through their trials and tribulations, they've still found a way to push forward and make it into school, get into their trade of choice, and push and progress their education forward. So it's a great cause if you're interested in doing that hit that down below but if you're you know all sold up and like hey you know things are times are tough but you still got an order coming in this week on amazon hey jeff bezos don't mind donating to the cause hit that link down there hit the amazon link let's go ahead and spend some coins with jeff bezos and whatever we make from that we'll send it over there on your behalf it's it's just that simple and if you want to listen to us without looking at us i don't know why you would want to take that approach but you're allowed to have you know bad ideas i guess and you can do that on itunes spotify uh google player fm all those locations you'll find our luxurious um podcast but most importantly tiktok instagram twitter and most right here youtube man thousand subscribers we're on a mission y'all so let's like share and subscribe that real quick and We'll see you at the next show. Take care of yourself. Put on your goddamn mask. Unless you live in Texas. <laughs> Please put it on in Texas. I think that's the one place that you should definitely, like, double down on it. Through the daily grind, but working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived, shorty on the line, and we fuss and fights. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope that in the side, slow it down, and we can catch the five. But it's so hard to find through the daily grind, we're working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived, shorty on the line, and we fuzz and fight. Seems like every night, don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is sight, slow it down, and we can catch the vibes.